He's Kenny the whiny bitch. Kenny the whiny bitch. Kenny the whiny Karen bitch. Yeah! Kenny the whiny bitch. Kenny the whiny bitch. Don't you hate them? Hi, I'm Sarah Ruth. No, we don't, we don't hate him. I listen to what a the terrible Eric thing to say. Podcast because he's an idiot, swears like a trucker, loves puppy dogs, and gave away a kidney. Now here he is, Eric Zane. Thank you, Sarah. How y'all doing? Welcome to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Coming to you live. From the Baldwin, uh, Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio, as we do each and every weekday at about this same time. Probably a bad idea to stuff two handfuls of wheat thins in my mouth one minute before I started this. At the time, it made sense. I was starving. I needed something to eat. But now I've got wheat thin remains throughout the mouth. And I want to like get them out of the mouth, like move them around. But that I, I just, it's just terrible. It's everywhere. It's a bad feeling. Realizing you got to sit here for an hour and a half, two hours. With wheat, wheat thin paste in your face. Okay. As you all know, this is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. So glad to have you here. In parts of the country right now, it's unbelievably hot. Yesterday, in one spot, of Arizona. It was 127 degrees. That is, uh, uh wow. <laughs> that, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't know what the uh, all time recorded hottest temperature ever on the planet, but you gotta, you gotta think that we're, we're sniffing around that. The hottest I'd ever experienced was in the desert in Utah. A handful of years ago, it was 113 degrees. And that is, uh, oh my God. When you step out into it, you can just feel your body starting to die. You know you have minutes before you perish. And you're just kind of like flirting with it. You know, pray to God you don't trip on something and hit your head and lay there. Get knocked out. 127 degrees. Yikes. Very sobering to think about. Where I'm at, it's absolutely perfect. It is yet another reason why the great state of Michigan in terms of climate, is the greatest spot on the planet. On the planet. 
Not even close. You have this beautiful peninsula, which is all wilderness, except for pockets of population here and there. There's a lot of space in this state where you just get lost. Fishing, hunting, which I don't do either of those things. Still, absolutely great. You've got waterfalls. In parts of Michigan, you've got mountains. Some people don't know that. No, it's true. The Porcupine Mountains, way up there. You've got an unbelievable man-made structure, like the longest bridge that's ever been made. You've got an island where all these weirdos go around and try to sell you fudge, and you can't even take a fucking car. You can't even have a car there. You got that for you idiots who love that sort of thing. Standing around staring at each other, smelling horse shit and eating fudge and overpriced pancakes. You've got a world-class amusement park. Well, it, it's kind of ghetto. Let's, let's be honest here. Great adventure. Not, not great adventure. What's it called? Something adventure. Muskegon's adventure. It's a little ghetto. Right, whatever. And the climate. You have four seasons. You've got extreme in those seasons if you really want it, if that's your thing. The idea that in this great state, you can have beautiful, beautiful sunrises and sunsets and wonderful warm temperatures. And then in just a handful of months, you're, you're ripping through uh, a, a very desolate roads on a freaking snowmobile. That's incredible. We don't worry about wildfires. We don't worry about earthquakes. We don't worry about hurricanes. Very rarely is there any type of like tornado event. Picture perfect climate. Rest of the world, stay away. We don't need you here. I'm so proud that Mother Nature looks down upon us in the great state of Michigan and says, everybody else can go to hell, Eric Zane. Keep them away. was like 54 degrees last night. You know what that does to your sleeping? Okay, that is uh, that is exceptional. Because, first of all, the air is not on. So that's awesome. It's crisp and cool in the room. But you are in the burrito. You're in the blanket burrito. You've got a little bit of cool air going across your face. It's, I, it's perfect, but yet you're warm. You get out of bed and you're instantly chilled because of the night air. You're like, well, this is awesome. It's just spectacular when it comes to rest. Another reason why we are the best here. And you are all losers wishing to be here. You can take your New Jersey, you can take your Texas, you can take all your all your other crazy shit and all the stupid weather that goes along with it, but I'm going to be sleeping perfectly in 54 degrees. Ugh, just love it. But that isn't about this. 
Uh, various uh, various thoughts coming in from their respective states. Patriot Nick says Maine is better. We've got the app. We got the Appalachian trails. Isn't there only one Appalachian trail? Dirk says seasons are overrated. What? Okay. Now I've lived in Tennessee. And let me just tell you, the summer is insufferable. You just don't go outside for about five months. I love Tennessee, but make no mistake. It's too fucking hot. It's too much. It's a jungle, for God's sake. Patriot Nick says there are several trails off of the main trail. You don't know that. Will this kill us all? Will these rising temperatures kill us? Does that ever freak you out when you see that on the news? When they say, oh, man, there's a big drought. That means that the wildfires are going to be worse. This is all brought on by global warming. Does that make you go, oh, no, wait, wait a minute. Are they right on this? Shit. All right. Uh, first off, welcome in to each and every one of you. I appreciate you being here. You can get this show. You can download it uh, for wh- wherever you download audio podcasts or at ericzainshow.com. If you would, subscribe, rate, and review to the audio podcast. It's always appreciated. You can watch it live. It starts at about the same time each and every weekday morning, 8 a.m. my time here, uh, here East time. I'm on the very edge of the Eastern time, Eastern time zone. Why am I saying Eastern time? Which is, is, is really incredible because last night the sunset was 9.25 p.m. The sunset at 9.25. It rises like at 6. So... 925, you get the residual daylight all the way up till close to 10 o'clock after 10 even. You can see it it's still light. The sun's still uh, uh, a little bit of light. It's just a, it's, it's, it's the, my, my absolute hands down favorite time of the year. One million percent favorite time of the year. You can get so much shit done when it's, it's, it's 830 and you still got an hour till the sun sets. You can get so much stuff done. It's incredible. Everybody else is going to bed around this household. The NFK, he's in bed by 8.20. He ambles upstairs. Uh, Diana, is always, she's an she's a early-to-bed type of person. And here I am. Plenty to do. Plenty of daylight. But it, uh, it also is a little bit of a problem because uh, this weekend is the beginning of the end. I hate this point. Because, like, at, uh, at, I think it's June 20th at 11.30 p.m., the sun is as close, we, we, we are as close to it as possible. And I, I don't know if it's close to it, but that's the, that's the longest day of the year. What do they call that? Solstice. Okay. And then it starts to get the days uh, second by second, just a little bit. You don't even notice it. Start to get long, shorter and shorter. They're like, oh, no. So that's the that's like bittersweet, but it's also the actual start of the summer. 
Summer already feels like it's like we're in the absolute middle of it right now when it actually hasn't even started. I keep having to re- I keep having to remind myself of that. There's plenty of great days coming. The Facebook video, the live stream is brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Please share it. Please like it. Thank you. A Periscope video on Twitter at Eric Zane Show on Twitter. Brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Alan and Ashlyn have a new baby. I talked about this yesterday, but they're sitting on the gender of the baby. The gender and the name. I do not approve of that tactic. There's nothing I can do about that. I have never in my life heard of someone, how the baby comes to the world, and then you make everyone wait. What? Talked about that yesterday. That's that's kind of what got me in uh, got me into that gigantic fight with Hot Wings years ago. Dirk sent me the audio of that. I could not listen to it. It was too painful. I talked about it yesterday. Uh, I don't even remember the ins and outs of it. It's it's all fuzzy to me. What's the name of the kid? I'm not telling you. Why not? Because we're waiting. Why? Because we are. All right, you're a weirdo. And then that was it. He went cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. We got into a huge fight. But Dirk sent me the audio. I could not actually listen to it. I'm just going by what he says happened. And uh, enjoy the show on YouTube as well. Eric Zane show on YouTube. Subscribe to it. Hit the uh, thumbs up button, bell notification, all that stupid stuff. I'm on Instagram. It's brought to you by the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. And you, just, uh, you can, uh, boy, I can't even talk. As always, you can email me. Eric at EricZaneShow.com on the Shoreliners striping inbox. Guys from Shoreliners, you need to bang on the door of the folks at the uh, Hudsonville Public Schools because the parking lot of the athletic facility is just a disaster. It so needs to be swept and painted. Swept and it needs some repairs done to it. So maybe you can help them with that too. Thank you. Public service announcement for you. Last night, when I'm cleaning the cat box... At 9.45 at night, everybody else is in bed. Very simple job. Clean the damn cat box out. I'm going to throw the uh, whatever's in there away, and then I'm going to go to bed. In the basement, you're a great distance away from my actual bedroom, which is just, just off of this room that I'm in right now. Got all the way up the steps, the main floor, all the way up the steps, down the hall, through the door, in the bedroom. The NFK is sound asleep, snoring away. And then I get concerned that he's going to get woken up because all the way downstairs, I hear this. Oh, my God. 
and someone's being murdered. Something's happened. This is a daughter related. Madison is uh, in great distress. She is in good hands, though, as the queen of the forest is monitoring the scenario. These two are in the same, are in my bed, okay? Uh, I I have been um, kicked out of the bedroom. These two actually sleep together, like husband and wife now. It's gross. I am no longer allowed to sleep with my wife. Since she was operated on to repair the shoulder, I have slept with my wife twice. I am now sleeping in my daughter's room. The bed, it, it you know, it, it can incline. You hit a button and it, it you know, it's like a hospital bed. The shoulder surgery, they say you're going to want to sleep up because it's painful otherwise to sleep on your back. She's tried it twice and didn't sleep well. They're right. Madison somehow doesn't have a problem sleeping in a bed that's upright. I do. So I get kicked out. That's the only way we're going to be able to sleep. I don't have a problem with that. I'm counting my blessings, though, that these two are in the same room. Because if Madison is having a meltdown and I am in the room, somehow Diana is going to be able to navigate this thing and help her out. I am going to go, what the fuck is wrong with you? And that's, ah, you don't know, you hate me, oh my God. I don't have much more to tell you about this other than, um, I was only concerned about the NFK waking up because the last thing we want to do, because he lo- he's very nosy. If something is going on in the household, he is going to interject. You don't want to be having any type of discussions of serious nature that, because you could be talking about whatever. And then all of a sudden he's going to get up and be right in your face and talking to you about something that it's, you know, the old AB conversation, see yourself out of it. You don't want the NFK involved. So that's what I'm worried about. And knowing me, I'm going to turn around. He's going to be at the top of the steps, flapping his arms and going, right. Hey, shit. Fuck. Oh man. Oh, son of a bitch. There's a fucking fight going on. Oh man. And, and I, I'm like, I, I just don't want this. So I send Diana a text and it says, for the love of God, for the love of God, close your bedroom door. Uncle Kevin is sleeping. Uh, it, it, she doesn't get it. I still. <laughs> she's having so much of a, of a meltdown. She's actually hyperventilating while speaking and saying, don't touch me or I, I, uh, no blankets on me. Don't touch me. I don't know what the hell. She suddenly became autistic or something. She's like, don't touch me. Get the blanket off me. 
it's getting on fire. Ah. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What is, what is happening? So I, I'm like, all right, I got to deal with this. I inch my way up the steps. I'm like, I got to close this door. That's all I want to do. But the second I am seen, I run the risk of being, you know, evil, whatever. You, it's, this is tricky. Any dad who's been through this moment knows. You're putting your, uh, you know, your life in jeopardy. I approach the room. There's the door. All I'm going to do is grab the door and then close it quietly and don't speak, Eric. And don't look at her. She's sitting up in the bed. Diana's sitting there. Nah, they're there. I, again, I don't know what happened. I still don't know what happened. And then I'm, I'm, I'm sh- sh- slowly closing the door. <laughs> then it's, it's gone. I've done it. I have closed the door. I have not been screamed at. It is now quieter in the house. The NF- I have done so much good with this. This moment right here is the crowning achievement of my life. Uh, vaults over everything else that I have ever achieved that I look back on and that I'm proud of. This now makes me feel better than when I paid off my student loan uh, when I got married, when my kids were born, when I gave away a kidney, uh, this is this is better than all of those things, because I have managed to avoid the crosshairs. Uh, I, I, I was able to uh, wall off this catastrophe, whatever the fuck is going on in this household, and uh, then proceed on into the night. I am a winner. Kate agrees. No eye contact. Chris says, do not make eye contact. Chris, uh, Stevie says, who died? I don't know. Jason says, you got to do inner voice, Eric. Well, that's exactly true. Because when I'm downstairs scooping the shit out of the cat box, this is what I hear. Hey, what? Go up there, stomp up the steps, call her an asshole, and tell her to shut her fucking mouth. Are you crazy? I can't. I'm not going to fall for that. Hey, look, you're pissed off. It's about time you drop the, doesn't anybody have any respect around, around here for anybody? You deserve that. You're the fucking man. Look, devil voice Zane. I'm not going to listen to you. I'm stronger than that. I got to lay low. I'm going to sneak up there cautiously. Mistake. And I'm going to slowly close that door and I'm going to mind my own business and everybody's going to be happy. And then I'm going to talk about it on the podcast. 
Mistake. What do you mean? Look, you go in there, guns a-blazing. You're going to be able to talk about this for about five months. You got to go in there. You got to put people in their place. Scream them down. Come on. Marcy says, throw a Xanax in her mouth. Kate says, boy issues. I don't know. I do not know what's going on. Uh, Josh says, LOL. Eye contact. Just listened to Lost Zane t- uh, recording yesterday, and there was a funny story about eye contact. I don't know what that means. Oh. You did the right thing. Hope it put some funds in your PBP account. Pooh Bear points. Sarah Rook Rock Rooch says, you sh- uh, Moose knuckle up and tell him who's boss. No, 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 no. Michael Ball says, hey, at least you got one win. Oh, well, that's a good start. That's a great place to start, Mike. Mike, let me tell you something, buddy. I was thinking about you this morning. And this is what I mean by that. It was so crisp. It's so crisp and cool out this morning um, that I thought about you and how, oh, how miserable of a feeling I always had at the start of a triathlon when it's cool like it is now. Dustin says, get Diana on the podcast to talk about this. I will get Diana on the podcast in just a little bit. But Mike, ah, God, um, that anticipation of the start of a triathlon when you have to get in the water and it's cold out, oh, God, I hate that. I hate the, oh, I cannot believe I did that. Just the cold day and you're walking through the uh, over to the start of the race at the edge of the water and you're 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 wearing your wetsuit. You're it just the idea that you're going to be freezing your ass off. But you're really not because the water is usually uh, warmer than the air temperature. Josh says, yeah, people were calling into his show about getting caught in the act or catching others, and a mother made eye contact with her 19-year-old son who had walked in and caught her and her dad. You and Julius let her have it after that. All right. Dirk says, Mike, I was thinking of you while jamming wheat thins in my mouth this morning. Hey, uh, let me tell you, uh, I, uh, I did my workout yesterday. And everything has gone as planned. Everything went as planned. And um, the last time we spoke, on Monday, I did one-mile repeats. Only two of them. So you run for one mile at a certain pace. You wait two minutes. You do a second one. That's it. Yesterday was one half mile repeats a little bit faster than the monday miles but shorter distance so you go one half mile and then you run very slowly almost like a jog for a quarter mile and then you go into the next half mile so there's 
There, there's no static rest. You're, you're moving on the rest. The idea here is to be faster on those half-mile repeats than you were on the mile repeats. So listen to this. Good news, bad news. On those one-mile repeats, they're incredibly slow. On Monday, I did the first one in 8.12, which is absolute embarrassment. And I did the second one in 7.59. Horrible. Horrible. A very inconsistent 13-second difference like that is not good. And it and it's slow. It's just slow. So the half miles, the idea is run faster, shorter distance. I get done with that first one-half mile repeat. And I clocked in at a very fat 401 which is, in fact, slower than what I was doing for the miles. Well, the second mile, it was slower than that. 4.01. Now, for some context, five years ago, I was doing these in about 3, 3.10. 4.01. God. There I was. So I was disgusted with that. Ran around the track once. I'm getting ready to start interval number two. Off I go. All right. Okay. First lap, I got to be a little faster. I got to cross. If I have any chance at this, I got to be done with the first lap, the quarter. First 400 at about a minute 58. It was 2.01. 2.01 on the first quarter. And I go, son of a bitch. This is terrible. So now I'm actually slower. Somehow, though, I think I loosened up on the back half of this. And I ended up finishing the half in three minutes and 55 seconds. An improvement. Still, if you're running... A 7.59 mile, the half mile repeat should be about 20 seconds faster. So if I do the uh, uh, 7.59 on Monday for a mile, I should be doing these at about 7.39. Not even close. So 4.01 for the first one, terrible. 3.55, also terrible, but not as terrible. It's time for number three, and then I'm done. I jog my second recovery, get ready. I'm like, okay, I feel good now. I'm going to crush this. I am, I am going to have, this is going to be, this is going to be excellent. Uh, so now I'm, I'm going to be descending. That means they're all three are, are faster. Uh, first one, is, second one is faster than the first, third one's faster than the second. And it worked out. It worked out. I came in at uh, 157, 156 for the first 400 and then realizing that the workout was over i really ran hard and finished up at 347 which sucks shit that is 40 seconds off where i need to be 40 seconds that is you're thinking ah oh, that doesn't for those of you who don't know ah oh, yeah it doesn't sound that that like that no it, it that's a lot that is that is halfway around the track that sucks 
shit. But I got it done. I'm happy about that. Haven't missed a workout since last Monday. Out of 10 days, I have done nine workouts running. That's all I can worry about. I can't be worried about Mike and uh, his his fitness and his half irons and his all his all the bullshit. He doesn't give a shit about me. He is not worried in the least. He is so not worried about me. He is stopping his training on Sunday for like ten days to go to Hawaii and uh, uh, have sex with his wife bring his have sex with and then masturbate with his kids and then uh drink and eat i don't mean that last part that one part that was terrible because i know that evan listens to this my uh one fan who thinks that i have a uh a, a chance at this is zaniac nate getting goosebumps just thinking about it zane's gonna uh light you up ball but he wrote, like you up, ball. LOL. I don't know about that. All right. So that's on my brain. Plenty of time, plenty of time. We'll see. Yesterday, oh, wait a minute. I'm not done with this story yet. So uh, I guess I'll get to the bottom as to what was going on. In fact, that's a great, this is a great opportunity to, to just get the queen of the forest on right now to find out what in the world was happening in this household yesterday and what she was thinking. <clears throat> it was outrageous. It was loud. It was obnoxious. Hello? Hi, honey. How are you? I'm good. What's so, uh, where where are you in the house right now? I'm downstairs drinking some coffee. Okay, good. So that means you're not with Madison. All right, but she'll be coming. Down. She's getting ready to leave. She's got some uh, work she has to do. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It was really weird uh, last night. She'll be coming downstairs. So. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, you can just answer yes or no. It's no big deal. I was I was downstairs last night cleaning the cat box. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty late because you were like, hey, when are you coming up? You know? And right. then, and then uh, it was weird because all of a sudden I heard, <laughs> what? I don't know if it sounded like that. No, it, sounds- no, it, it was, she was doing the, uh, <laughs> don't touch me. What? I, I thought she came down with autism. Eric. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I like uh, that's I, I thought we had to get her like a thunder shirt or something. Okay. I'm going to hang up. Now no. What happened? Up. What is what was going? I mean, it was that it was that uh, sudden. What in the world happened? I couldn't tell you. Well, it was very out of the blue. There had to be those, there had to be something that precipitated it. A text. Something on TV, a dog bitter. Just, she got struck by lightning. Uh, what? You know, just a bunch of different uh, things. Like Bruce was being annoying with his 
drinking of the water and that was being loud. Daisy was snoring. This was going on. This was going on. And it was just overstimulating, I think. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me this wasn't precipitated by some type of friend or boy drama? Dog no. drinking water and dog snoring caused no. all but of that? There was a lot more to it. I'm not going to get into it right now. because. Okay. Well, so. that sounds horrible. I, uh, I, 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 I said, okay, I got to do something. Now, I wanted to go in and scream at everyone. I really did. I wanted to swear at you guys and call you terrible names. I'm not going to lie to you. But I didn't. Yeah, it's a good thing you refrained from that. Yeah, I just... That would have made things a thousand times worse. Yeah, you know, and uh, that's what veterans do. They they, uh, they 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 do great things, and I am a veteran leader, as you know that. Yeah. So um, I then, but I had to do something. Do you remember what I did? Came and shut the door. Yes. What? Now, had you seen my text saying, for the love of God, please shut the door? After the fact after the fact i assume that now what i wanted to do was rush up there and say do you not look at your phone what are you doing what is going and then it's like slam the door but i didn't, didn't i just closed it now i was in that would have lost a lot of Uber points i know that and then somebody josh even pointed that somebody pointed that out to me on the on the live stream that i bet you eric that your maneuver of handling this earned you Pooh bear points do you think <laughs> i earned Pooh bear points with my uh um non-aggressive handling of all of this. I don't know if you earned them, but you didn't lose them. I didn't lose them. Okay, you know what? I'll take that. I will take that. I don't need a star on my forehead at every turn. Okay? Right. But uh, if I didn't lose a Pooh Bear point yesterday, despite all of that, in my opinion, that's a win. It is. Okay. It is a win. So then, uh, as quickly as the tsunami hit, it receded, Yes. Well, I don't know if how you can say quickly, but yeah, she seemed a little uh, a little cranky, but I I stayed. I had a wide a wide berth when I went through the room. I tried to just say, "Okay, nighty night, sleep good." You noticed that, right? Right. Yep. You know, it is uh, by the grace of God that smart people came up with this medicine that I take. <laughs> That's what this is. That's what that is. It's, it's that. True. Me- no, there is not a problem in the world. I uh, am so pleased with uh, Lexapro, Citalopram, whatever you call it, Celexa. It is an absolute godsend. Yeah, well, and that's what kind of saved her last night. So I made her take one of her what I call emergency pills, or her, she calls them her chill pills. They're a, an additional thing to what she takes daily, and she just takes them when she has. Oh boy! Now is it just a She'll placebo? Is it or is it actually? No, it's, it's an not, actual. It's oh, actual, okay. Exactly. All right. Psychiatrist, her psychiatrist. Oh, okay. All right. You're already saying saying more than I would, but all right. Yeah. Okay. So now let me. Uh, I I need to back up and ask you about something else that happened. Okay. Uh, hours earlier. Uh-huh. You two were there watching that dumb mermaid show or something <laughs> like that. Uh huh. By the way, you know what was on yesterday and what has been on all week, and you have not watched a second of. What the Olympic swim trials? Oh, I I have I don't I don't watch them on TV, but I I watch them on video after the fact. Uh, uh, Katie, when I read about Katie Ledecky. Katie Ledecky. Yes, mm-hmm. she just she yeah, crushed the fifteen hundred. 
Yeah, I know all about it. I keep up on that. There was a, uh, there was a, an, six, uh, there was a seventeen-year-old girl who 16 is from. Uh, I thought she was seventeen. No, Arkansas or Kansas. I don't know if she qualified, but she's in the finals at least. Yeah, and I don't think uh, Dickhead Lackey is going to qualify. He's only got one more try at, I think it's the... I didn't even realize Ryan Lochte was in the picture. Oh, yeah. He was, he's trying. But uh, all the ones that he was trying to, he didn't make the cut. Nah. But I think he has one more try, and no. I can't remember what it he's was. He's old. It's a young man's yeah. game. It's a young man's game. If you're anything... Oh, other... do you remember him? Remember oh, him I remember like that he... liar in, in Brazil. He's an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. And, if you're uh, like a day over 24, you're an old man. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, you and her were watching Mermaid Show, whatever that stupid show is, and she was enjoying a bomb pop popsicle. <laughs> yeah, those really big ones. Yes, this enormous, gigantic bomb pop, and um, uh, <laughs> you while she was. Uh, consuming the bomb pop, you know, red, white, and blue, frozen confectionery, for people who don't know. Uh, you Popsicle. Yes. What? Yeah. You called it something, and you didn't call it a popsicle. You didn't call it a bomb <laughs> pop. Do you re- Can you share with the audience what you referred to it as? <laughs> I, I have no clue what came out of why that came out of my mouth but i think i referred it referred to it as a love stick <clears throat> a love stick <laughs> and you but and, and, your face was like what yeah just... well hers too <laughs> she went wait what why did you just call it a love that's a horrible thing to call what i'm eating a love stick <laughs> what you, you referred you you called you said my daughter was was mouthing a dildo. That's what you said. Oh, I don't know how that came out of my mouth. I swear to God, I wasn't even think like I don't know what happened. Who that calls was, a popsicle a love stick? Been, that is a perfect example of a Freudian slip. I think that was uh, that was a real that was I, you know that was probably the low point of the day. When I'm there in the presence of you and her while you're watching Mermaid Show, and you say, and I don't even remember the context. I think you said, "Yeah, eat that love stick or something." What did no, you? No, I did not. I go. I think I said, "How's your love stick?" Or something. Wait, love stick. <laughs> I think that's worse than actually calling it a dildo. Oh I think you would have. I think it would have been less offensive if you said, "Hey, you enjoyed sucking on your dildo." <laughs> that was bad. That was bad. Oh my gosh! <laughs> All right. Well, it's been way too long since uh, you've been on this podcast with me. Yeah. So everybody wanted to. Uh, I mean, we had something to talk about. Yeah, well, that was good. Now I got to go get ready. Remember, I have to babysit today until one. You are babysitting. Yeah. Remember, I told you that yesterday. Yeah, you did. But night. you did. But yeah. I forget who. My friend Katie. Remember my Katie? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really good. Okay, thanks. Yeah, okay, I'll talk to you later. Okay, talk to you later. Thank you, bye. Okay.
There you go. Queen of the Forest brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware. I promised Mike. I go, hey, yeah, every time I talk to Diana, it's brought to us by you. Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. Ben Glaze is enjoying the podcast right now, ladies and gentlemen. Probably working. Uh, it is uh, whatever it is he does. He pulls pipe or something like that to make ends meet. I'm so glad that Ben is here. Ben will be joining me on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast Friday at 8 p.m. I will try to remember everybody this time. I, I left Jason Mays out last time on the live stream, video live stream. Idiot. Terry, I'm sorry. Ben did comedy this week. Madison just walked out the door. I just heard her. Ben did comedy this week. And do you remember the story about the little shit comic? He's like five foot tall. Who is dating a very, very uh, hefty woman. She is uh, very, very large. Whatever. And I don't care about that. I'm not, I'm not here to go and like make fun of her because she's fat. I'm actually defending this woman's honor. Because this this idiot comic thought that his audience would get a kick out of him telling the world how fat she is while she's seated right there, right there in front of us. And we're all like, holy fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> what are you doing, man? Well, the guy was there again with the fat chick. Uh, I cannot wait to get an update from Ben on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast about how that went. Ugh. Yeah. Jason writes, what kind of degenerate would call a popsicle a love stick or use it for that purpose? Uh-oh. On a side note, Andrea, we are all out of bomb pops can you run to Meyer and pick up a box? Oh, my God. Mm. Uh, Kenny says, what does Diana do with those when no one's around? That's horrible. Kate says, so inappropriate, but with laughy emoji. Keep them in the freezer for extra stimulation, you assholes. Where can I buy those enormous ones, Alexis says. Ah, oh, God. You know, I can't. You guys are ruining this. You absolute animals. All right. Um, the live stream and open of this ridiculous podcast. Brought to you by Cornhole America. Not all sets of cornhole boards are created equal. If you go to any store and buy a set of these garbage boards, yeah, you'll, you'll play cornhole for a day. And then the bags will be falling apart. Uh, your crazy drunk cousin stepped on one and they're busted. Uh, they look like shit. Throw them in the garbage. You, you might as well just light your money on fire. Shipped anywhere in the USA. Made in the USA, beautiful Cedar Springs, Michigan, just north of where I am, the home of the Thousand Yard Stair. Uh, handmade 
best materials will last you forever and put anything you want onto a set of cornhole boards, including a love stick. Cornholeamerica.com. Order them today. These are more expensive than the shit show ones you're going to buy at Meyer. Of course they are. They're made with good materials. They will last forever. Cornholeamerica.com shipped anywhere in the USA. If you want to carry a pistol concealed in Michigan, and you should, you need to take the class. That is the absolute first step. Even if you don't have a gun, take the class. Once you're certified, the rest falls into place. 616-204-1705 for Prince Arming. Call or text 616-204-1705. Classes and scheduling available at princearming.com. And on Facebook, just look up Prince Arming or click on the Prince Arming logo at ericsaintshow.com. There's a class going on this weekend, in fact. I want to touch a little bit about something that we got into on the Patreon yesterday. Side note, this turned into a big uh, comedic moment as the audio from this Little League baseball fight, Little League, hell, it's five- to seven-year-old t-ball players where something went crazy at the game and then everybody got pissed off because of a bad uh, call by the ump and it turned into an actual uh, Broad Street Bullies-style line brawl. Okay, and with everybody screaming and yelling, and then uh, it sounded like Zaniac Jessica, hi, hi, was in the brawl. Hi, hi, Katty. He dropped the ball. Hear that guy? He dropped the ball. The ball. He dropped the ball. That man walked out on everything. This is a kid's game. Where's my fucking kid? Then Jessica goes, this is a kid's game. Where's my fucking kid? We got a lot of comedy out of that, but that isn't the point of this. The point of this is sports and parents. You're the worst. You're the absolute worst. I've seen it all. Soccer, hockey, uh, baseball, softball, track and field. I've seen it all. I've, I've, um, I, I'm the best. I don't say shit. I never have. My wife is insane. Was insane. She was a kook hockey mom. She would scream down other players, and I'm like pulling on her shirt like, stop, stop. The kid from Kalamazoo told her to go fuck herself. Ten-year-old goes, go fuck yourself. While she's sitting there laughing and clapping because he got two five ten game. Checking the back. The ref handled it. Sent the kid off the ice. You don't need to get in the kid's face. You're lucky the mom didn't come up and kick you in the throat, you idiot. What are you doing? I hate parents. You're all assholes at kids sports. And if you're offended by me saying that, that means you're the one doing it. 
You are the asshole. You are an asshole. I made a post on Facebook about this exact thing. It was very simple. Kindergarten t-ball game ruined by crazy parents. Hi! And it uh, led to some comments. Bob writes, I umpired adult rec softball for 17 years after playing for 20 years. This is the reason I never, ever umpired high school or kids games. It was bad enough listening to 25 to 35-year-old men and women piss and moan about balls and strikes. Parents like this are running umps out of the game. There is a reason MHSAA is hurting for umpires, refs, etc. Jeremy wrote, good old temper tantrums. Good old adult temper tantrums. Hashtag role models. And then Stacy. Stacy's a dude wrote this. I think Stacy tried to make it seem like what he did was no problem. But I don't think that's the case. Stacy wrote, Jeremy, I was at my kid's soccer game and I was cheering her on and yelling out the score. And another parent said, We're not keeping score. To which I replied, this part of we is and you're losing. I even pointed my finger, but I never got mad at a call. So I think I'm somehow better than these people. Hashtag still winning. Stacy, you are not. You are not better than anybody. Thank you for paying attention to what I wrote. You are an asshole. You are the guy I'm talking to, Stacy, in Boynton Beach, Florida. You suck tons of dick. And I wrote, quote, yelling out the score. What the, how old were the kids? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Unless you're at like the fucking uh, uh, Nuggets Spurs game. Why would you do who yelling? You know, these are little kids if they're not even keeping score. So that means he, this guy thinks he's, oh, it's okay for him to yell for his kid and say three, nothing. And then the other parent, you know, all you're going to do is incite. I don't get it. Parents suck. You ruin everything. You are all assholes. You are all guilty until proven innocent. Okay? I would sit down and I would just sit there and just, okay, who's it going to be this time? Who is going to be the one? I've witnessed uh, refs on the ice throw parents out and they just sit there and the ref just sits there with his arms folded waiting for the parent to actually leave the rink. Get out. I've witnessed soccer refs do that. It's incredible. Have to leave the premises. How embarrassing, you fucking dick. Cam says, well, this isn't shit. You're talking about the, uh, hi, Little League incident. 
An arena filled with drunk, rich people separated by nothing. The two groups of people, all of them divorced from the person standing four feet away and sleeping with the person three feet away on the other side, screaming at a uh, piece of glass. None of their kids can hear a word they say, but they still yell, welcome to the forsaken world. That is youth hockey. Oh, my God. Oh, bunch of psychopaths. What is wrong with you? Holy crap. Ah. Joey says sports and parents are the worst. I've seen coaches get fired or quit over parent behavior. Melissa writes, I love the chick at the end. This is the kid's gay. Where's my fucking kid? There's like, there's like little kids, like five and six years old. You hear to, to hear that you fucking piece of shit. I remember where I was, where I was, the moment I heard my dad first say the f word. We were driving to Florida. I was probably, I don't know, six or seven, and I, I had never heard him utter a swear word ever ever and the first thing i'd ever heard him say was an f word and i would i could not believe it i was shook i remember i i can see it in my head right now it it affected me that much i remember that can you imagine all these kids you fucking piece of shit somebody saying that He dropped the ball. Earl Weaver in there. He dropped the ball. This is a kid's game. Where's my fucking kid? (laughs) Man. All right. That's where I stand on that. I cannot believe he's yelling out the score. Come on. Uh, this is going on close to my house here. North of Grand Rapids is a community called Greenville. This is kind of goes with youth sports. The school needs a new strength and conditioning coach. They need a weightlifter coach. So somehow... Um, the strength and conditioning coach at the University of Maryland says, hey, I want the job. And they're like, what? And he comes with like a recommendation from the former coach from the University of Maryland uh, football team. Now, I don't, I don't know who the hell the guy is. I think it's said in this story, the audio from it. But. Then a little bit of digging, it's revealed, okay, all right. The strength and conditioning coach is at the center of a big uh, big problem investigation 
about bullying and intimidating behavior of this guy with the student athletes at the school and also uh for one student athlete in particular who was worked so hard that he died and despite that the school greenville says you're our guy and they hired this dude who is in the middle of this investigation about bullying and he did a bunch of terrible shit that they're going to talk about i don't want to say it now i'll let them say it and an actual dead kid and they're like yep you're the guy we're hiring you so then the uh people that are in the community are like well wait a minute why are we why why are you doing that and people want answers. So. A man at the center of abuse allegations at the University of Maryland has been hired at Greenville Public Schools. The superintendent supports the new hire, but some board members are fighting back. News 8's Donovan Long joins us in studio with the fallout. Donovan. Brian and Sue, good evening. An independent investigation revealing Rick Court threw food, weights, and on one occasion, a trash can full of vomit at football players while at the University of Maryland. Threw food weights and on one occasion a trash can full of vomit it's a behavior that makes some very uncomfortable and a behavior that did not get in his way of joining the team controversy brewing at greenville public schools do we want to take a chance with someone that has a documented history of some concerns around culture for jo- okay now that's a fair question That is probably the most fair question any human being could ask concerning this scenario. You got a doc, you got documented uh, accusations of throwing garbage cans full of vomit, throwing weights, throwing food, being an asshole. And there's a dead kid. Can we, is this, is this a, is this a fair question? No, no, we're going to hire him. This is a good move on us. It's a power move. For Greenville schools, this is a, this is great. Woody Peterson, the answer is no. As a school board member, she's objecting to the district's decision to hire Rick Court as its new strength and conditioning coordinator. He used to be the strength and conditioning coach at the University of Maryland. Court resigned in 2018 following the death of offensive lineman Jordan McNair. McNair died of a heat stroke following a workout supervised by Court. Oh, um, it gets worse. Dead student athlete. This had huge ramifications. A ton, ton of people lost their jobs. Massive lawsuits. And Greenville's going. You're the guy. We're gonna let's bring him in. Maryland report later found that Court was accused of bullying and humiliating players on the team. I told him that he seems like a nice guy on the phone, and I believe that he wants to do better going forward. He's a school board but my member. stance is the same. The concern here is that the reputation leads, um, and that causes damage to the integrity of the district. The green. This is the the least redneck uh, Hillrod member of the entire Greenville community. Okay, you got to understand, this is a community of fucking idiots. Uh, it is a flat out miracle that when they put the microphone up to this person, that she didn't try to communicate in grunts and snorts. Okay? So this is already an upset. 
She is the most brilliant person that has ever lived within the city limits of Greenville, Michigan. Public school superintendent vigorously defending the hire. Linda Van Houten was not available for an interview, but tells News 8 over the phone that she and school leaders vetted the accusations what? and feels they, quote, have the information needed to ensure that his intentions were always focused around students and that they were positive and that he could be a positive influence on our students and our district. What? How could you possibly say that? How could you possibly suggest anything knowing what they know? It isn't like this is a surprise. They had to sit down, these people, and say, all right, the school needs a new guy to teach us weights. This guy is a winner. He's from a college program. True. He threw a garbage can full of puke and is known to be a bully. And there is a just one, just one dead student that he killed. We say this is an amazing power move by us. We say green light to the hire. Meanwhile, Peterson says a former Maryland head football coach, DJ Durkin, who was fired after McNair. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day to find out more. Visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Death may have played a role in helping court get hired again. Peterson telling News 8 his intervention was unsolicited yet persuasive. Our board member said during... I got I to gotta hear that part again. I was were always focused around students and that they were positive and that he could be a positive influence on our students and our district. Meanwhile, Peterson says a former Maryland head football coach, DJ Durkin, who was fired after McNair's death, may have played a role in helping court get hired again. Huh. Peterson telling News 8 his intervention was unsolicited yet persuasive. A board member said during the meeting on Monday that he had spoken to DJ Durkin, that Coach Durkin. Uh, maybe a little inside info there. Maybe I don't know if the guy knew Durkin, the board member, or just... Okay, there's got to be something inside going on. Why the hell? Because DJ Durkin, he's got to know somebody on the board, the former head coach who also killed the kid. Uh, DJ Durkin reaching out to some little town school board to say, yeah, this court guy, he's a, he's a good one. You got to hire him, man. He's only killed one guy. And uh, holy shit, he only throws buck, uh, garbage cans of puke at people. I'd reached out to members of the community in support uh, of Mr. Court and said he would hire him again. We reached out to Rick Court, but have not heard anything back just yet. The superintendent also saying she would not connect us with him. And we did make contact, though, with two men who played under Court's leadership at the University of Maryland. Both say they do not wish to comment and revisit that part of the past. Oh, yeah, because they hate it. You're <laughs> so in your in your uh, you know, you know, it's rough when the public schools uh, are, are, are looking for a new weights coach, which any idiot could do that. Okay, and you you do a and you you go and you handpick 
a dude at the center of a dead kid controversy who is uh, accused of throwing puke and being an asshole. My God. Joey made numerous uh, uh, comments about the community of Greenville. Joey Williamson. Greenville is a shithole, so this doesn't surprise me. Uh, All right. DJ Durkin, Adam says, sounds like a poor name. Good old Gherkin Jerkin Durkin. Welcome to Jimmy in Maine. How are you, buddy? The home of Naughty Pine Walls. Jimmy in beautiful Portland, Maine. Okay. So that is an absolutely weird, bizarre story. Um, Now that more and more people are talking about it, I'm wondering if the idiots uh, in Greenville are going to get a second chance. I mean, if the idiots in Greenville are going to say, yeah, hey, let's go with it. Dean uh, uh, Counterpoint says, uh, Throat Slash Dale gets a second chance. Why can't this guy? Well, part of the problem is this isn't resolved yet. It's not It's not clear. And, you know, I mean, when you deal with kids, I don't know if you get as much wiggle room like that, you know? Especially when they're at this point in the uh, in the game, a little bit a little bit too fresh, you know. So yeah, sure, maybe one day, but I don't know if I would uh, rush into it and then say, yeah, this is our guy. Alexis says, I don't understand how it is acceptable for any school board or parent of an athlete to allow their child to be unsupervised with this guy. My kid wouldn't be playing. That is a problem, without a doubt. Hey, yeah, I would love you to get an Eric Zane Show podcast t-shirt. EricZaneShow.com. Click merch. There is uh, nine different styles to choose from. T-shirts, long sleeve, short sleeve, multiple colors. I can't decide which one is my favorite. All the different color schemes you can choose from, too, go a long way. Ladies' cuts, tank tops, you name it. You can find it all at ericzaneshow.com. Click on merch. Once you get there, to me, the, uh, the Zany Bunch t-shirt. I forget who came up with the amazing idea. But that is, like, my favorite. You get, holy crap, all seven of our pets. Look at that smile on freaking O'Neal. Hi, O'Neal. I want to see O'Neal all the time. The uh, departed buddy bobcat face. Daisy with her tongue hanging out. Benny, the one-eyed wonder dog. Lincoln, the one-eyed wonder cat. Brucey, Milo, they're all there. Diana and myself, me with a terrible look on my face like I just smelled poo. Diana smiling. Different color combos. Look at that. Which one's your favorite? I think mine is the Cardinal or Maroon. 
They're all excellent. And the shirts are 20 bucks. You will pay more for shipping. I apologize for that. I have nothing to do with that. Nothing at all. That's a nice look, too. That uh, looks like Navy. All right. EricZaneShow.com. Click on Merch. And check out the uh, the uh, different styles. Adam says, smelled poo like smelled her. No, I mean like 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 poo. Dirk says he's wearing his making a podcaster shirt today. That's a great look. That's someone else's idea. I don't know who came up with half of this shit. All right. Thank you very much to everybody who has purchased one in the past. Thank you so much uh, for that. EricZaneShow.com. You're in the market for a mortgage. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. Of course, go ahead and uh, uh, bang on the door of your cousin or somebody you know or whatever. Uh, just include Mario in the process when you're uh, going through who is going to ha- help you service a mortgage. Uh, he will win the business. I promise you that. Uh, reach out to him, 231-332-6505. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Uh, with two offices in Muskegon, one in Grand Rapids, one in Florida, and online servicing mortgages to any U.S. state, with the exception of Maine, South Carolina, Alaska, and Hawaii. So whether you you have a great credit score or a not-so-great credit score, it doesn't matter. He will work with anyone. Please mention that you heard about him on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Not all dumpsters are created equal. I'm talking about dumpster divers. Online at dumpsterdiversllc.com. Their dumpsters at dumpster divers, first of all, are clean. You can see in this image right now if you're watching on the live stream. Their trucks pull up. These dumpsters, they're blue, high-walled, not nearly as long as the other dumpsters that are like four and a half foot high, five foot high. They do it this way so you can put the same amount of material inside of them, but that the dumpster doesn't take up the entire length of the freaking driveway. These are the two guys behind it. They're nice. They're friendly. Call or text the folks at Dumpster Divers, 616-375-9962. Outstanding reviews from our amazing customers. Take a look. You got to love the business that says, look at our Google reviews. They are trusting that their customers will do them a solid and give a good review. They're trusting that uh, most of the people in the world are not like Kenny. Professional, prompt, kind, and pleasant, plus being the least expensive of seven businesses contacted. Trucks and dumpsters are unusually clean for this type of business. Shows they are conscientious about maintaining their equipment and leaving a good impression on you and potential customers. Best I have dealt in over 47 years. Will use again and recommend without hesitation. Sign Michelle C. That is awesome. Kyle has skills when it comes to placing his dumpsters. Check them out online. DumpsterDiversLLC.com. 
Now, uh, make no mistake, this is a West Michigan business. But uh, you will save money if you are in and around West Michigan and you need a dumpster. Uh, They also price their dumpsters lower than everybody else's, and this is what I mean by that. Uh, It's not one size fits all because a lot of times when a person drops a dumpster off in any other company, uh, you're paying for an incredible amount of weight that you will not be able to fill up. You will not be able to achieve while throwing all your junk from your house inside of that dumpster. So you're paying for something you don't need. They lower the price points with dumpster divers on weight. If by chance you go over because they do weigh it at the dump before it gets thrown in the uh, in the old landfill. If you're over, you will have to pay for that. But very, very rarely does that happen. You're still in a better spot. Not all dumpsters are created equal. Thank you to my friends at DumpsterDiversLLC.com. Again, call or text 616-375-9962. All right. Okay, not even close to being done here. We got to talk about this McDonald's incident. And this is going to involve uh, watching some of this too, because I'll, uh, I'll make it available on the live stream so you can see it all unfold. You have an absolutely irate, crazy lady who is pissed off. Okay. She is pissed off because the uh, McDonald's that she is a customer at is struggling with her order. The story goes that this lady at this, um, at this Ohio McDonald's is pissed because of this. Now, rather than handling this like a normal human being, she handles it like a uh, parent at a Little League t-ball game. This is crazy. And it is long and drawn out, okay? So uh, while I describe it to you and play you the audio, for the folks that are enjoying the live stream, you will be able to see this. Okay? All right. Let's just pick it up here, and I'll describe it. You have a, uh, a lady. Looks like she looks as normal as can be. The black lady, uh, a nice little dress she has on, a nice bag over her shoulder. Her hair is done nicely, and she's got her food and her cup, but she is behind the counter near the shake machine. Uh, apparently, this goes, see that uh, a slushy machine here in the background? She wanted all these different flavors in the cup, which is a power move in my opinion. If you're going to go slushy at McDonald's, which I think that's a relatively new thing, you know, um, at McDonald's, you, you got to mix it up. You got to go cherry Coke with the Coke with the blueberry surprise. So I can appreciate that. Well, they didn't do it right or they, they gave her a hard time. She got bent out of shape. She marches behind the counter for some reason. She's disrespected. Now. This young lady, the blonde here, holding the phone and looking right at us, okay? Um, She gets punched by um, Shirley here from what's happening. So young manager, 
probably makes like six bucks an hour. She's going to get punched with a nice, sharp right from Shirley. Um, hillbilly bitch here, the white chick, who is holding onto her arm, she just wants her to stop. She's saying, stop hurting my manager. Stop hitting my manager. Stop touching us. The two chicks, McDonald's employees, hang on. <laughs> the McDonald's employees do not uh, do anything in round one. They don't strike her. They're just trying to defend themselves. Okay. Let me, uh, so I'm going to play the audio while I am rolling the video. All right. Okay. One of the ladies says, I will destroy you. It was the McDonald's worker that you see wearing the hat. This chick, she says to Shirley from what's happening, I will destroy you. And she's right. She's right. But she is keeping a cool head. Shirley continues to go go, go hard. Watch this. Oh. Okay. All right. She throws that sharp right, Shirley, and hits young McDonald's manager, who absorbs the punch well. I thought she took that quite well. See? she uh, Shirley fouls through here. And this chick is now punched in the face. That was a strong punch, too. Let's look at that again uh, as, as, as we relive that moment. She's screaming. She's yelling. She gets that hand free. And then just like Bob Probert, she's like, push it in. Bam! Right in the head. Uh-oh. Okay. Now we've got hey, an issue. Bitch! Get out. You get the fuck out, bitch! Get the fuck out, bitch! No! No! You can stop now. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. A key point just happened. A white manager who just got punched, and by the way, we see Daryl the fry cook emerge. Okay. You know, he shows up after this all goes down. He doesn't do anything because the manager says, All right, get away, Daryl. We don't need you. This chick. After all of this, and Dar- here Daryl walks into the scene. She's like, Daryl, get away. Go, go back and make the fries. He listens. This lady here at this point, she says, sorry, I've been up all day. Okay, so she's really crazy. We've seen people lose their minds, but then she quickly has a realization that she must say sorry and that she's been up all day. But then just a second later, she flips it again and goes crazy. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Watch. Yes, the You see that? God assaulted her. She she can put you in jail. Go ahead. I don't give a fuck. She's got you in Philly inside. You hit me and her. I don't give a fuck. You can go to prison. Okay, then I'll go to prison. Okay. Look at that face. Look at her. 
Now, first of all, credit where credit is due. She has just been behind the counter. She has managed to hang on to the Slurpee cup and the red bandana. She's thrown a sharp right cross. She still looks like $1 million. I mean, seriously. She could be a backup singer in the movie Dreamgirls at this point. Sunglasses on, makeup perfect, uh, uh, hair is awesome, earrings are intact. She's got a look on her face like she's going to fuck you up. She's already punched one dumb white chick right in the face, and now she's ready for more. Now she's going to take this drink here, this drink cup, which is supposed to contain a Slurpee, okay? And she's going to go over here, and she's going to like, all right, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to skip the Slurpee now. I am going to go ahead and get and fill it up with uh, Coca-Cola products. First, I get my ice, okay? And she's filling it up. And this is all, all being recorded by some dude. And then she's like, okay, yeah, I'll make my own Slurpee. I'll wander over here now, and then I'll just, she got her flip-flops on, filling up her, uh, filling up her cup. I'll try a little mellow yellow, maybe some Sprite. And I'll, I like mixing things, some fucking Mr. Pib. Okay, good to go. Yes, that's it. I'm in the refresh station. Yes, this is a win. Carries on business as usual. But now she's back. Look at she is pissed off again. Here she comes for round number two. Okay, now I'm going to pause this. Okay, she's back behind the counter. You remember earlier, I described to you this lady right here as she said, I will destroy you. Okay. She, this McDonald's worker has done a pretty good job keeping calm. The, the cops are on their way. This dumb bitch is now raging again, and she wants round two. All right. Um, Stevie says, call the cops already. Oh, they're on their way. Don't worry. The, uh, Shirley, from what's happening, is going to get arrested. But one more great thing needs to happen. Okay. I am going to pick it up here with the audio of part two and the video that you guys on the live stream can watch just as she is now pissed off and wants to go back and try to get her Slurpee. Uh, this is how that sounded. podcast i'll explain i'm gonna go back i need to go back and break this down okay her hair is a mess now she looks like shit now and she is being walked the guys go world star what a day for her i got it all on tape for you hon 
She's oh, in a jail. Everybody's like, oh, okay. All right. Um, what went down in round two? Remember, I was talking about she was filling up the Slurpee cup, and then she's like, ah, but you know what? Fuck it. I, I can't. I need to go and try to get my Slurpee again. So she walks back, okay? And she's just going to go back. She thinks she can just walk behind the counter. But remember, that one hillbilly bitch said, I will destroy you. And she does because they start to grapple. Like, you know, this is like uh, Paul Orndorff, Mr. T. And uh, Mr. T tries. Now, this lady, she has the weight advantage. But hillbilly white bitch, she has better fighting ability. This is this is on display. She fends off the attack. The ice goes flying. You see that right there. Handbag still in place. This lady is like, is like, okay, I got you out of the way. I'm going to go get my uh, pick your perfect chill. I need my Coke. I need my blueberry. And I need my wild cherry right now. Okay. Then they, uh, the cameraman loose. Okay. We got a good hand fight here. Hillbilly bitch gets her with the right. Uh, Shirley does kind of like just a, a, a tussle. This isn't really any, any blows. But then right here, this is the moment. Hillbilly white bitch is now on top of Cheryl. She has her down. She's holding her with the left and pummeling her with the right. And with each ensuing blow, she is referring to her as various obscenities. Fucking bitch! Hey, hey, hey! Don't touch her! Don't touch her! Put your bag down. Yeah. 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 Let's back. Don't back the way! Don't back the Andy, bitch! Don't back the Andy, bitch! Don't back the Andy, bitch! Oh. You all right. So yes, we let's let's count the blows here that we see when uh, when hillbilly white bitch starts to rain down uh, uh, strong rights. I mean, those are strong punches, and she's got all her weight behind him. These are two very very powerful one, three, four, five, stone cold six, seven, eight, nine, nine, and then watch pulls her up ten, eleven, pulls her up by the hair and gives her number ten and eleven. Still got her by the hair. Now this chick's like, uh-oh, I might have bitten off more than I could chew. This is what you do with bullies. You beat the shit out of them. Now she's not so tough. She's like, oh, fuck, man. This hillbilly Greenville bitch, she probably uh, got weight training from that guy from Maryland. Look at her. And now she's tough talking, but she knows this was a hell of a work. This was excellent. I am impressed with... And then she comes back. She comes back, and then... This is weird. This is really strange because Cheryl still has this bandana, this red bandana, okay? And she's enraged because she just got her ass kicked. And then she throws the bandana? What's that going to do? And I don't know if that was a punch, but she lost her balance. It was all awkward. So, you know, at this point, this chick, Hillbilly McDonald's bitch, and then Daryl the Fry Cook is now getting involved. Oh my God! Here's the cop. It's all over. It is. It is an absolutely sensational moment in time. I am proud of everyone involved. We need more of this at the uh, McDonald's somewhere in Ohio. My God, so excellent. Uh, let's take a look at the mugshot 
of this lady. This is uh, Sharice Cleveland. She is okay. Now this is uh, this is incredible. She uh, should have been able to kick the ass of every woman inside of that place. Look at these traps. Look at the strength here. We haven't seen traps like that since Rick Rude. Okay, and um, somehow a country star, a country strong McDonald's hillbilly bitch was able to. Uh, I don't know. Maybe she was just having a bad day or something like that in the strength department. I don't know. Maybe it was leg day. I have no idea. But she uh, walked into the McDonald's thinking she was going to get a three-flavored Slurpee at the Ravenna, Ohio McDonald's. And she ended up getting no Slurpee. Her ass kicked. Her hair is all messed up. Uh, what do you think, folks? Does this warrant a phone call to the Ravenna, Ohio McDonald's? I think it does. We, we ha- I need more information about this. I need, first of all, I want the autograph. I want a picture with that hillbilly bitch who kicked that lady's ass. Ugh. Incredible. So many questions. How did this start? Did it just go, yeah, well, the machine's not working? Like, you know how those machines are at McDonald's. They never work. All right, keep your fingers crossed here, folks. <clears throat> Excuse me. Love that McDonald's. Hey, buddy, how are you? I'm okay, how are you? Hey, uh, so uh, this is Eric Zane calling about that big fight the other day. I'm sorry. What was that? That uh, you guys had that big fight the other day that was on that was uh, that that went viral, right? Yes. Wow, that was incredible. Is everybody okay? Yes. What did you think about the one lady kicking her ass on the ground? Well, uh, no comment. Oh, that was awesome though. She's uh, she is she was calling her a bitch while she was punching the shit out of her. Yeah. That was awesome. I was so proud of you guys. What was that lady's problem? Why was she so pissed off? Because we couldn't mix three of the uh, fussy flavors together. Why not? What was the problem? I mean, can't you just do it? We're just not allowed. Yeah, policy doesn't allow us. Oh, okay. And she and she went she went nuts over that. She would not take no right. for an answer. That's wow. That is exactly right. Oh, my God. Well, um, you know, I like how it, it took a little while. What was the lady's name who kicked ass? Um, I'm not allowed to give out names. Okay. All right. Do you think that the lady who got beat up deserved it? Um, I'm not allowed to answer that question. <laughs> okay. I know you can't, but you've done a great job so far. I really appreciate you. I'm so glad you guys kicked her ass, and have a good day, okay? You too. Thank you. Bye. All right. Thanks a lot. <laughs> See ya. There you go. Right there. <laughs> That's where it all went down. The Ravenna, Ohio McDonald's. That dude. I wonder if he knows Daryl the Fry Cook. Shit, I wish I would have thought of that. I don't want to call back. <laughs> Alexis says that giggle was hell yes. You know, it's amazing. We get more shit done on this podcast 
with $500 worth of equipment and a stupid iPhone than I used to get done on the radio. Nobody does that. Nobody ever says, hey, let's fucking call him. Kenny says that manager that took the first punch is kind of hot. No, she is. She is. I, she looks like very athletic to me. And she just shrugged off that punch like, yeah, fuck you, man. I work at McDonald's. I can handle you. That punch was weak shit. You fucking asshole. And just that beat down that took place. And now this lady, because they couldn't mix the Slurpee, is, uh, is in deep, deep shit. Facing uh, charges. What an asshole. Wow. Sharice Cleveland taken into custody. I guess this happened Monday. I will link it up if you missed any of this. So you can check it out for yourself. And hats off to the uh, to Brian Allen. He's the guy who shot this awesome video, which um, there was only one moment when he, he, during the fight, he moved the camera away. That's always a big gripe of mine. When r- these great fights are happening, keep that camera on them, motherfucker. Don't take the camera off. Keep looking through the screen. Don't look off screen. You need to follow the action with your eyes. Well done. Nick says your track record with getting people to open up isn't very good. It's still hilarious to watch you get hung up on. Alexis says, I'm laughing my ass off over here in the forest. Chris says, wouldn't surprise me. I worked there way back in high school. And we weren't allowed to put ketchup on anything that didn't come with ketchup on it. Marcy says, it's going to be one expensive Slurpee for Cheryl. Without a doubt. Okay, so that's the awesome McDonald's incident. More stupidity in the world. Day, no good deed goes unpunished. No good deed goes unpunished. Isn't that the same? The Foo Fighters decided that they wanted to have a concert for vaccinated fans only. So basically, you show your card that you got vaccinated, you get in free to the concert. Now, if I'm understanding correctly, there have been all sorts of incentives since this whole started, this whole thing started. You know, if hey, get yourself a six-pack of beer. Here's a, you can enter the lottery. This is uh this has been a regular thing since this all began. Trying to pick up a few more people to get the vaccine. All right. So the Foo Fighters decided to jump on board with that. Let's do a vaccinated fans only concert. If you are vaccinated and you get vaccinated, you can come to the show for free. How great is that? That is, that is, I mean, everybody's been doing this. This is, this is, uh, 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 something that we have, we have grown accustomed to.
anti-vaxxers led by Ricky Schroeder, you know, the guy from Silver Spoons. When we last heard from Ricky, he was screaming down a minimum wage worker at a Costco. It was at about the same time that, uh, you know, states have been just saying, all right, yeah, you can ditch the mask, vaccinated, ditch it. It was at that weird moment when that was kind of happening. I think the CDC recommended it, but then like the states weren't caught up and then individual businesses. It was all weird. It all just fucking everybody's still catching up. Assholes like Rick Schroeder, like, ah, no, I don't have to. And they try to walk into the Costco and the guy at Costco said, yeah, we, we, we still have the policy and it's going to be, it's, yeah, I know it's crazy, but yeah, I can't let you in. And he went nuts. Uh, uh, uh attacking the guy and the guy's just sitting there rolling his eyes while this lunatic raves on and on until he punches himself out and goes home. That's it. You can just count on that. Uh, the, the Rick Schroeders of the world, the, the, the Kirk Camerons. Uh, why is it always, why is it always some person who was a star at some point? Who's always leading the charge for this. It's always the Kirk Camerons, the, the Rick Schroeders. People that, you know, it's like, eh, it's like not really, you're not really a celebrity, you know? Uh, why, why do you think you've got some clout, Rick Schroeder or fucking Scott Bale or some other asshole? It's always someone from like the 70s and 80s. They like get together like, hey, what are you going to do? Uh, Ponch from Chips? Uh, oh, hey, man, I'm going to hang out with the dude from Fantasy Island and we're going to go, uh, Tell people to uh, not get vaccinated at the Foo Fighters concert. Okay, great. Smell you later. Where's that guy from Beretta? Foo Fighters, Dave Grohl, Inglewood. Uh, where, where, where was this show? It was uh, somewhere in California. The Canyon Club in Agoura Hills. Ahead of a larger performance with similar requirements at Madison Square Garden in New York City. Attendees, you show proof that you're 21 or over and vaccinated in order to get your tickets to the club on Sunday. Well, a gang of protesters led by Ricky Schroeder. God, I mean, if I'm going to protest and then I, I get there and I don't like this and I want to I want to, to spew my whatever it is to these people and I see that the leader of the brigade is Ricky Schroeder. I'm like, ah, fuck, I give up. I can't hack it. I can't I can't be seen with this idiot. Fuck me. Quote. Dave Grohl is an ignorant punk who needs slapped for supporting discrimination. It should say who needs to be slapped, but it doesn't. It just says Dave Grohl is an ignorant punk who needs slapped for supporting discrimination. So Rick is saying that um, the Foo Fighters... Uh, are discriminatory. That is the claim. Ignorance 
comes in all shapes and sizes. Kurt Cobain is laughing. He probably thought he was really going to get Dave with the Kurt Cobain blast. Kurt Cobain is laughing at you, Dave, along with millions of patriots. Dot, dot, dot. Fool. Kurt Cobain's in heaven. He goes, I don't give a fuck. Me and patriots? What are you doing? What What is patriots? Uh, back in my day, before I blew my head off, uh, the only thing patriots were New England. What's going on on earth? What? Yeah, can you imagine Kurt Cobain along with Kirk Cameron and uh, Rick Schroeder saying, say no to the vaccination. The lead singer of Nirvana, probably the biggest anti-establishment band to ever make it big, is going to side with you twats, you fucking asshole. Schroeder and the Foo Fighters record label. Did not immediately respond to this uh, to the insider's request for comment. Well, you didn't try hard enough because Schroeder, he'll respond to you. He will talk to you. Holy shit. And the foos are like, yeah, whatever, man. I don't know what to tell you. You're gonna, you guys are gonna. Are, uh, sorry, you're just gonna die on this hill. I don't, I don't want to argue with you. It's just, I mean, in order to get into the show, you got to do that. It's not discriminatory. It's just, it's our show. It's the, it's the, it's sorry. That's the way it is. Are the anti-vaxxers going to be trying to get, uh, what is that called again? When uh, like a black guy gets a bunch of cash because of slavery reparations. Is that what the, is that the term that that's being thrown around all the time now in like a hundred years? Are the anti-vaxxers going to be looking for reparations? I think I'm saying that right. That's about the only thing I know about that topic. My God, what an asshole. Okay. Thanks again to Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid. If you are in West Michigan, get your car fixed at Irvine's. E-R-V-I-N-E-S dot com. Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. The dealerships turn the cars that they can't fix over to Irvine's. It's that simple. When you go to their website, E-R-V-I-N-E-S dot com. You will see the Google reviews, just like my friends at Dumpster Divers. They are not afraid of the Google reviews. They love their Google reviews because they do so well. Okay? They do so well. Um, There is a trusted place to get your car fixed because when your car goes south and you don't have a a mechanic that you know, it's always in the back of your head. There's an old stereotype that they're going to try to rip you off. That's the number one thing. The number one thing. I am telling you, trust me, trust me, take your cars there and you'll be like, oh my God, this is awesome. Veteran lady owned. Yes. An Air Force veteran lady by the name of Jamie is the big swinging dick at Irvine's. Take one look at her beautiful face and you realize how amazing she is and you go, well, all right, I feel better already. Irvines.com in West Michigan. If you are on 44th Street, just a couple blocks east of 131, there's a street called Stafford. They're right there. 
Irvines. Thank you so much for being part of this podcast. A&E Heating and Cooling reminds you that if you have any trouble with your air conditioning unit during the summer months, call upon them, 616-516-8579. Call or text. Uh, Joe Martinez, I think he just added another employee. Isn't that right, Joe? I got to get the details from you. His business continues to grow. Again, when he started marketing on this podcast, it was just him driving around saying, hey, how's it going? Can I fix your stuff? Now he's like got a fleet of vehicles, uh, employees all over the place. is expanding because of you, the audience, calling upon him for his services. Thank you. 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. Maybe you need a new uh, installation on an AC unit. He will install the Comfort Maker brand of air conditioners or furnaces. And when you uh, have him install one of those, he will install a Remy Halo device free of charge, which cleans the air in your home. Uh, perhaps you just need an AC tune-up. That's 79 bucks. It is well worth your time. You should have Joe uh, service the AC once a year. AC and furnace, they both have to be serviced once a year. You see Joe every six months. 79 bucks for the AC tune-up. I recommend, because once you get the AC tune-up, he's going to say, hey, why don't you pay me this much? And you pay for your AC tune-up. And your furnace tune-up, just pay him once a year for both of those. He shows up six months later, services the uh, furnace, cleans it, make sure it's in good running order, uh, everything is safe. You have to do this. This is not a, ah, I can just skip until next year. This has to be done every year. Because the last thing you want is something that should last 30 years or 20 years, lasting 10. Because you didn't take care of it. A and E, heating and cooling. All right, now I wrote on here, dumb TV bitch. Ivory Hecker. She is in uh, Houston. It's hot as hell. All she's going to do is a local, uh, a local story. Let's turn to Ivory Hecker in the field where it's 110 degrees out. She's going to tell us about the weather. Ivory is doing a story, coincidentally, in front of a guy repair doing it looks like an AC tune-up. Just what I was talking about. Joe Martinez. So it all works. Look at Here she is, Ivory, getting ready to do the big report. Some guy behind her working on the AC. There's his bag. He's probably like, oh, man, I hope I do as good of a job as Joe Martinez here. And and all she has to say is, yes, uh, AC units are being pushed to the max. Uh, this guy here learned from the best, Joe Martinez, and he's going to make sure that this unit is running great. And, uh, and, and we're going to, you know, and that's it. Back to you in the studio. It's 110 degrees out. And my vagina is really moist. Back to you. But that's not at all what happened. The lady in the studio says, okay, let's throw it out there to Ivory Hecker. And Ivory goes rogue. She is pissed off. She is no doubt having sex, uh, sex with Ricky Schroeder. She has been uh, a brainwash like some of these other idiots out there in the world to think, I don't know. Something is going on. She she's uh, she's decided that she's going to spill the beans 
that she's been told to shut the fuck up. Well, of course you're told to shut the fuck up. If your story is supposed to be it's hot out and this fat fuck behind me is working on the AC and you want to talk about uh, Trump's uh, got the election stolen from him, of course they're going to tell you to shut the fuck up. But she goes rogue and says, yeah, I'm here to tell you about the weather, but uh, hold on, before I do that, uh, I'm going to turn all this uh, hard-hitting info over to Project Veritas, which is some crazy shit. Uh, These maniacs go, they, uh, uh, I don't know, super uh, alt-right fucking Nazi weirdo shit. I have no idea. Doesn't matter. Ultra-conservative crazy shit. Listen to this stupid bitch lose her mind. outages across the region. Fox 26 reporter Ivory Hecker is live in Montgomery County to take a look at that aspect. Thanks, guys. That's right. Before we get to that story, I want to let you, the viewers, know that Fox Corp has been muzzling me to keep certain information from you, the viewers. And from what I'm gathering, I am not the only reporter being subjected to this. I am going to be releasing some recordings about what goes on behind the scenes at Fox because it applies to you, the viewers. I found a nonprofit journalism group called Project Veritas. It's going to put that out tomorrow, so tune into them. But as for this heat wave across Texas, you can see what it's doing to AC units. This one broken down as we... (laughs) So she... She says, yeah, hey, I'm going to spill the beans. But anyway, back to the story. Uh, It's hot out. And look at this fat guy who's working on the fucking thing here. Oh, my God. You asshole. Holy shit. (laughs) Oh, Joey says, there's nothing wrong with ultra conservatives. LOL. Uh, Chris says, nice transition. You're right. What a transition. Ah, man. All right. Now here's where it takes, uh, another level. Uh, it, It takes another turn. Fox 26 in Houston has made a huge mistake because they have fired her. Now, absolutely, she deserves to be fired. She's a crazy fucking bitch. However, you need to... This is... Okay, if your job is to create, get more people to watch the TV station, dumb, good-looking bitch has just said something crazy... Everyone on the planet has seen it. Why are you then going to fire her? If the point is to get more people to watch, she's just created in an unbelievable, an unbelievable incendiary moment. The next time you need to be, you need to give her a raise. You should say, you know, um, don't change anything. Still tell her to shut up because then she's going to lose her mind. Um, but give her, say, hey, you know, no, we're not going to fire you. You're too good of a reporter, Ivory Hecker. Uh, we're going to send you and then send her out. Okay, let's say she goes to the zoo for the unveiling of the new uh, river otter exhibit. 
And then just before she's walking out the door to the zoo, you say, oh, and Ivory, uh, you remember you are muzzled. You better not say anything. You better keep your mouth shut. And then while she's on the way to the zoo, your social media, Ivory Hecker, will be live from the, the, the River Otter exhibit in mere moments. Everybody get to your TVs. Oh, my God. And yeah, you got because, you know, this crazy bitch is going to lose her mind. You the, the, if, if the idea is to get at the end of the day to get more list viewers, why, why are you firing her? Don't fire her. But they did. They did fire her, which is an absolute mistake. Ivory Heckery, former general assignment reporter and fill-in anchor. So she's nothing. This is a this is a low-level job to do this. This is, you might think, oh, it's a big deal, Houston. Now she's probably making twenty-eight thousand dollars a year, and she didn't like that she's being muzzled. She's crazy. So uh, she while she's just doing supposed to do the air conditioner report, dumb bitch talks about she's got to be turning shit over to Project Veritas. Um, in a Tuesday morning phone call, a recording. Um, in a Tuesday morning phone call, a recording of which was provided to Project Veritas, Hecker was suspended from her role, effective immediately pending review. But then she was fired shortly thereafter. Huge mistake. Uh, in a follow-up interview with the Daily Beast, Hecker said she had been longing to part ways with the TV station, which she described as strange and slightly unhinged since last August when she realized what they were. Fox 26 knows I'm fearless. She told the outlet, I have zero interest in working for another corporation. They all tow the same line. A representative for Hacker did not immediately respond to the insider's request for comment. Later on Tuesday, Hacker, through Project Veritas, released the videos and recordings she had previously referred to. Nobody cares. What she said, show her station censoring stories about doctors who promoted the use of hydroxychloroquine. According to Hecker, she was sent on assignment to cover a local hospital and how they were covering COVID-19. Once there, she said the hospital's chief confirmed they had used hydroxychloroquine to treat coronavirus patients. So what? Well, apparently they said, nah, we don't want you to do that. Uh, avoid that. We're just going to, I mean, it's kind of like in the rearview mirror. It doesn't even fucking work. Who gives a shit? But she she, uh, she didn't let up. So she's been a problem. Huge mistake to get rid of her. Huge. Richard writes, this is what I was thinking too, Richard. You and I think alike. Keep her on staff and send her off to every shit show and fucked up live remote on the planet. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, Allegan bike days, you send her to that, you know, she has to, she has to do like the, uh, uh, corn dog eating challenge, you know, and then make sure you tell her right before the corn dog eating challenge that she can't talk about shit so that she'll be stuffing a corn dog in her face. muzzled. Thank you, Kenny. I think I've got an update on my crazy McDonald's lady. That bitch is crazy, man. Hey, man, that bitch is crazy. Look what she said back in 2014 about attacking her grandmother. 
portion of uh, one of Cleveland's letters said, I am not an evil or bad person. I had some very difficult things going on in my life. I did not mean to assault my grandmother. In my mind at the time, I thought she was in a fist fight with the devil. Also, there's apparently court video of her from yesterday crying when the judge told her she can never go to a McDonald's again. <laughs> oh, my God. Kenny's like, I'll feel your pain. No, totally kidding. This isn't about you. That is nuts. All right, I'll check that out. Maybe we'll come back to that. Depends on what type of audio there is. All right. So that's what's going on with uh, uh, whatever her name is. Ivory Hecker? What a name. Ivory Hecker. So now, I mean, uh, yeah, she's, uh, she won't be on TV anymore, which is a shame. Absolute shame. Devastating news. Chris says she'll be on Fox and Friends soon. I don't think so because she doesn't like Fox. She just left Fox. You know? Okay. That is that. Shout out to my friends at Sarah Honda Granville for signing up for another quarter of marketing. Thank you to Thad Bond. Very much. Thank you very much for being part of the Eric Saint Show podcast. If you're in the market for a new Honda vehicle, and boy, do they run forever, head over to Sarah Honda Granville. If you are in West Michigan, that is the place to go. S-E-R-R-A, Sarah Honda, Granville.com. If you're searching for a new car, shop online. New, certified, pre-owned, or used. They got it all one place. The location of this dealership, if you are in West Michigan, near where I live, in beautiful Granville, Michigan, on Kanawha Avenue, right in the county line between Ottawa and Kent, just before the Cracker Barrel. Couldn't sound more homespun. On the county line next to the Cracker Barrel. It's an amazing Honda dealership. They are the number one Honda volume dealer in the entire state of Michigan. They know what the hell they're doing. Go get a new Honda at Sarah Honda Granville. Online at sarahhondagranville.com. And then my pal, Throat Slash Dale. Working hard. Doing two things, power washing people's uh, uh, homes, driveways, landscaping, whatever it may be, getting them super clean with his power washing equipment, priced lower than everybody else who does this for a living. He also cleans restaurants. So if you want your restaurant clean, customers go home, employees go home. Dale comes in 10 o'clock at night till 6 in the morning, cleaning that place up. Everything that has dirt or grease on it is cleaned every time he's in there. That's what the superior cleaning is all about. Superior cleaning and power washing. Call or text Dale. If you want a quote, 231-740-4098. That is 231-740-4098. Call or text. Finally, if you want me to help your business, you think I can uh, put the power of the podcast behind your business, uh, try me. Reach out, eric at ericsaintshow.com. I will tell you how it works. It's that simple. That's how we've been able to do what we've been able to do for so long here. All right. It's about that time when we think about wrapping this mess up. We've been going at it for about two hours as we do. Anthony Cumia once said, 
because he does his show alone on Compound Media. This is Anthony from the Opie and Anthony Show. Uh, you're doing the show by yourself. Is that hard? His response was, if you don't have the ability to drive the conversation or the points or whatever it is for extended time for at least two hours, you're in the wrong business. That made me feel so good because that's usually the goal. We'd go hour and a half, two hours every single damn day. No big deal. Uh, before I consider the asshole of the day, and I'll take your nominations right now in the live stream, you can uh, uh, jot, uh, jot them down on the stream and send them my way. I'd love to see what you think, who it's going to be. Uh, your nominees are Greenville Schools for having that idiot be the new weightlifting coach. Diana for referring to a, a, a popsicle as a dildo called a love stick. I don't know if I can lump Madison in, in there for having a complete breakdown last night. Uh, any adult losing their mind at any kid's sporting event. Crazy bitch at the McDonald's. Rick Schroeder and any of these other brainwashed maggots losing their minds about the fucking vaccine and saying it's discrimination. Fuck you. Ivory Hecker or the TV station that fired her. These could all be assholes of the day. Had a conversation with Carl from Who Are These Podcasts yesterday via email. Um, I sent him the clip of me talking about how I need to have a strong sophomore effort. My second appearance coming up, not this weekend, but next weekend on Who Are These Podcasts. And he said, yep, you are on the hot seat. There is some pressure. There have been other people that have been on the show. The second time around, they sucked. Don't be like blank. He said, Shuley. He's talking about Shuley. Somebody like, who's Shuley? Uh, very few of you know who Shuley is. He says, Don't be Shuley. I said, Carl, I don't have enough wit to be able to not prepare for your show. I am scared to death about failing. I am planning on putting in a 40-hour week to prepare for the show. We will record it on Saturday, June 26th. It will air. It will be published on Saturday, June 27th. Who are these podcasts? You should subscribe to that show. All right. Joey says, I'll see you at one. Going to be talking with Joey on a recorded podcast with Josh Raymond about independent pro wrestling. Andrea says, just went through a McDonald's and the worker said there's no policy against all three flavors slushies in one cup. I guess it varies by McDonald's. Tio says Rick Schroeder. Stevie says McDonald's lady. Chris says Greenville schools. Marsha says Dale did a great job on my deck. 
Yeah, and you wanted to touch his wiener, too. McDonald's lady is crazy, and it was great that it happened. Yes, she's the, she could be an asshole of the day, but I'm just I'm going to rule her out. Um, let me just say, with a bullet, you stupid hillbilly fuck faces in Greenville, Michigan. Ought to be ashamed of yourselves. What the fuck is wrong with you idiots? Yes, Kenny, she could be the asshole of the day. But I think that there's more importance to the Greenville schools hiring a guy at the center of abuse allegations. This is truly one of the one of the biggest assholes of the day we have ever seen. That whole school district should be embarrassed at what they are doing right now. Greenville schools, you are assholes of the day. Unbelievable. Thank you to TC Paintball and JM Synthetics for bringing us yet another rip-roaring edition of the Eric St. Joe podcast, Asshole of the Day. Okay. And that's it. I'm done. Thank you so much for being part of this podcast. We'll be back at 11 a.m. for the Patreon bonus. If you're enjoying this podcast and you are not on Patreon, I'm telling you, you're missing out. P is in Paul, A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Another podcast today. It's kind of like a follow-up to all this shit. It usually gets pretty intense. Yesterday, I finished one, and I got an email from Kenny saying, Hey, man, I appreciate you not calling me a racist. People think I'm a racist. I go, Kenny, no one thinks you're a racist. It gets so real on on Patreon. You won't believe it. it it's ridiculous. Yeah, I was, I was calling Kenny a racist and said he hates black guys or some shit. And he's like, thought that people believe that. I go, you fucking idiot. No, of course they don't. I'm trolling you, you stupid. What if they think I hate black people? Oh my God, I love the blacks. The fuck is wrong with you? Does anybody really think Kenny hates black people? What? All right. See you, folks. Have a good one. Talk to you then. Uh, 11 a.m. Eastern time. Bye.